Today is the 3rd of February 2018. It's Saturday. And this is the 13th day of our Metta Meditation Retreat. Now you have been cultivating metta, loving kindness, for 13 days. And so, uh, most of, for many meditators, the metta has become quite strong. Um, so even so-called enemies have become friends. This is how good the metta has become. You have been able to transform a hated person into a very uh, close or dear person. So if one is able to transform a hated person into a person to whom one feels close, a person uh, who is a, beca- is a dear person. This means that the practice of metta is quite good. So, if you are not, not successful in your metta practice, then when you cultivate metta for a hated person, then it doesn't, you are not successful because it comes back to you. It does not reach the other person. So 
One yogi related in the interview <coughs> that cultivating metta for a certain person, actually uh, the yogi does not want that the other person becomes happy, peaceful. The yogi doesn't want that this person becomes successful in their lives because there is jealousy. Yes, so the other person, someone wants that the other person feels miserable or that the other person does not become successful. So that's why it is not easy to cultivate metta for a hated person. However, now um, Zairo has come to know that uh, you, when you cultivate metta for a hated person, then that you are successful, that you are able to cultivate metta for this hated person. And this means that the, the power of your metta is uh, very strong. So, for metta meditators, um, there should not be a separation of different people. Uh, there should be no separation between people one hates or people one loves or feels close to. Now Sayado <coughs> will relate to a passage in the scriptures. So, in the scriptures, it is said that a person who cultivates metta, loving-kindness, must cultivate metta for all living beings equally. So it is said that if one mixes milk and water together, 
and if one stirs, then one is no longer able to point out and say, this is milk and this is water. So one can no longer differentiate between milk and water. And likewise, a meta-meditator should no longer differentiate between different kinds of persons, so there should be no more um, differentiation between a person who is one's enemy or a person who one loves dearly or a neutral person. So imagine that in the forest uh, there are three people uh, staying there and these three people are uh, oneself, a neutral person and a person one hates. So one day then a bandit goes to that forest and meets this group of three people. And so um, they ask uh, what do you come for? What do you want? And so the bandit said, I've come here because um, I need a person to cut open uh, his her throat to get the blood out of his throat because I need this to make an offering to some spirits. So that's why that's why I ask for one person to come with me. So then, <coughs> if oneself says, okay, uh, you can take my enemy, so that means that one's metta is not yet perfected. Or else, if one says, okay, um, you can take the neutral person, telling the neutral person to go along with the bandit, that also means that one's metta is not yet complete. Yandu abo maro meda tanane 
So, if one gives uh, the neutral person, that means that one could have metta for the enemy, but the, it shows that there is no metta for the neutral person. No. Or else, if one says, okay, I will go with the bandit and he can cut open my throat and do this offering of blood to the spirits, this also means that one's metta is not yet perfected. Um, this means that there is metta for the enemy and for the neutral person, but there is no metta for oneself. So, in this way, this shows that this person's metta is not yet perfected, that the quality of metta is not yet fully developed. ထဲလို့မရဘူးဘုလူထဲမဲ့ကြန်းလည်းသူလည်းအဲ so, to the to the um, demand of this bandit that um, one person needs to go with him. So, if one says, um, "I cannot give you any of the three of us," uh, it's not possible because if I I cannot give you the enemy because then the enemy would suffer um, and I don't want him to suffer. I cannot give you the neutral person because if I would give you the neutral person then this person would experience lots of suffering and I also cannot give you myself because otherwise I uh, would be uh, suffering. So that's why I cannot give you any of us three people. And uh, so only if, the if, only if this is the reply, this means that this person's metta is fully developed. Uh, 
So please meditators reflect um, about this example, this story, um, to check whether your metta is perfected or not yet. So imagine that a bandit comes here to the center and uh, says, tells you that I need one of you to come with me. I will cut open uh, the, f the throat to make this blood offering to the spirits. So please give me one person. Who would you give me? Hi. So reflect in your heart, in your mind. Who would you give to the bandit? Yeah, so you don't give any person. <laughs> so yes, if you realize, if you um, cannot give any of the yogis here to this bandit, then this means that the quality of metta is perfected. So we need to cultivate metta until the quality of metta is fully developed and perfected. So when the quality of metta is perfected, then it becomes very powerful. So in the scriptures, it is said that uh, based on uh, one's metta, one can experience 11 benefits. So when one cultivates metta, loving kindness, one comes to experience that there are many more benefits from this practice, more than just these 11 benefits. Um, when one's metta has become fully developed, then uh, everything in one's life will be well accomplished. So then um, material things, one's wealth will increase so 
and in whatever we undertake, whatever we do, what we uh, speak, what we think, we will be successful. And one feels comfortable and happy uh, in body and the mind becomes peaceful. Now, and whatever we do, whatever our actions are, this will also benefit other living beings that they uh, can experience uh, peacefulness. In this regard, Sayato will relate a story. It is not the story from the scriptures. Um, some time ago, there lived three elderly men. So these three elderly men, let's call them the three grandfathers, um, they went for a stroll. And so they were walking, walking for some time, and after some time they became tired. So then when they were tired, they entered uh, the little guard, a little garden in front of a house. So there were also some chairs in that garden so the three grandfathers sat down on the chairs and they talked to each other. At that time, the, the woman who lived in that house, she went out in the garden to hang up some laundry. And when she got out into the garden, she, she saw the three grandfathers sitting there. She asked them, um, Grandfathers, where are you from? Uh, why are you here? And they said, well, uh, in order to do some exercise, we set out for this little walk, but then we have become tired, and that's why we have come into the garden to take some rest. And then the lady, the woman said, well, 
then please come into the house, take rest in the house, then um, I will offer you some tea and some lapet, pickled tea leaves with fried beans. And then they asked, well, whom of the three of us do you want to call inside the house? And so one of these three men said, My name is Po Meta, uh, Mr. Meta. And his name is Po Tana, Mr. Wealth, and his name is Po Ao Nine, Mr. Success. And then one of them said, well, it's not possible that all the three of us enter uh, your house. Um, pick one of the three of us because only one of us can follow with you inside the house. So the family uh, of that woman consisted of three people. The woman, her husband and a daughter. And so then the woman went inside the house and went to her husband and said, Listen, there are three elderly men outside in the garden. And the names of these three men are Mr. Meta, Mr. Wealth, and Mr. Success. I wanted to invite them inside the house, but then uh, they said that it is not possible that all the three of them uh, come uh, inside the house. They said that we should choose one of them to choose the one we like best. And to this, uh, her husband said, well, in this case, let's invite Mr. Wealth, 
because if we invite Mr. Wealth, then we will um, become wealthy, we will become endowed with many material uh, things, we will become rich, and so in this way our life uh, will be okay. ဟုတ်တဲ့ကိုယိုနဲ့ဟုတ်ဆာတော့ဘောမှာဘောတဲ့ဒါပေမဲ့ကိုဟုတ်မပြီးသိတာပြီးအောင်မအောင်သိတာ
Mr. Meta. And with that, um, the woman went outside to invite Mr. Meta. So then the woman went out outside in the garden and she said to Mr. Meta, please, Mr. Meta, come into the house. Um, we have chosen you. Uh, come into the house and you can drink some tea, you can eat some lapé, you can take some rest. Please come inside. And so then Mr. Meta stood up to walk towards the house, but simultaneously uh, also the two other men uh, stood up and started walking towards the house. So when the woman saw this, she immediately said, Well, what's happening? Um, before you said that only one of you can enter the house, that it is not possible that all the three of you come inside the house. But now all of you have gotten up. And they replied, yes, uh, that's correct. If you had chosen Bodhana, Mr. Wealth, then it would only have been possible for him, for him alone, to go into the house. Or else, if you had chosen Pu'ao Nain, Mr. Success, then only Mr. Success would have been able to go into the house. Then the other two um, men uh, could not follow him. But because uh, your daughter, or now you have decided to invite uh, Mr. Meta, so now in this case it's possible that all the three of us follow you inside the house. And then uh, he said, you know, please uh, listen attentively and remember what I say. If you had uh, invited Mr. Wealth, then 
you would only have gotten wealth. And he continued to say, and if you had invited Mr. Success, then you would have been successful in whatever uh, you undertake, physical actions, verbal actions, your plans, but your life would not become uh, really uh, peaceful. It would not be fully accomplished. Uh, but with inviting uh, Mr. Meta, this means that um, you will um, you will be wealthy. Um, you will have material possessions. You will also uh, be successful in whatever you undertake, your actions, uh, your bodily actions, your verbal actions, your plans, mental actions. Uh, they will all be successful. And with Metta, you will also have a calm and peaceful mind, and you will feel happy in both body and mind. So the gist of this story is that with metta or when metta is present then all aspects of one's life will be fully accomplished. So now, all of you meditators, you have invited Mr. Metta uh, mm. to you. Mm. <laughs> so now, because um, Mr. Metta is residing in your heart and mind, so uh, your life in regard to material things, to wealth, will be accomplished. And if you base your speech, whatever you say, on metta, then um, you will be successful on everything will unfold smoothly. And also, if all your physical actions are based on metta, then uh, all these actions, you will be successful with all these actions. That's for sure. And also, um, whatever your plans are, your thoughts, 
then when they are based on metta, then they will be successful. And if one abides, lives with metta in one's heart, then it is for sure that one's heart and mind will be calm and peaceful. So please understand that um, if you abide in metta, if you live with metta, then in your life as a human being, everything will be well accomplished. So, when you go back home, where you live, so please leave all suffering, please leave all uh, distress here in the center. Don't take it home with you. So the suffering, uh, the misery um, we take with us, it's with us, but um, if we don't take it, then it doesn't come with us. So in this regard, Sayoto will tell another little story. Some time ago, in a certain village, there was a house. And the name of that house was Sukha Geha. Sukha Geha The meaning of Sukha Geha means um, happy, peaceful house. So all the family who lived in that house, they were they were happy and peaceful. So except the, um, the suffering of aging, of being sick and dying, so except of these three kinds of suffering, they didn't experience um, other kinds of suffering. So, in front of their house, in the garden, uh, near the gate uh, to the garden, there was one tree. And the name of this tree was Dukkha tree. So, 
So when the family members went out, outside, when they went into the village for work or for any other uh, things that they needed to do, um, so they went out and whatever dukkha, whatever suffering, uh, problems they encountered there, when they came back to their home, when they entered the garden, the gate, they put all their dukkha, all their suffering on the tree. For example, when the father left the house, went outside, and whatever suffering, dukkha, he would encounter, then when coming back, he would all hang the dukkha uh, on the tree, and he would not take it into the house. Or else when the mother uh, left the house, when she had to do whatever she needed to do, and whatever dukkha suffering she encountered, when she returned home, then she would... Uh, put all the dukkha, all the suffering on the tree next to the gate and uh, not take any dukkha suffering into the house. Now that is the media John Dwa, Hello Yodwa, Binyadin, Ada Binyadin, Tinu, Dindakaima, Tuila, the Mia, Jugla, the Mia, Senior Duga, the Lever, Tudu, Babiana Vidui, and the Duga Debian Gunche Target, in Wendwin. Or else the son, um, when he would go out, when he would go to school, to, to study, to learn, then whatever difficulties, whatever dukkha he would encounter, uh, coming back home, he would put all the dukkha on that dukkha tree in the garden, and then he would not take any dukkha, any suffering into the house. So that's why whatever dukkha, whatever suffering this family, the family members would encounter then when returning home they would all uh, they put they would put all the dukkha on that tree in their uh, yard and so they would not take any dukkha or suffering into the house and that's why the whole family inside the house they uh, did not have any dukkha any suffering but they could live happily and peacefully Mm. 
this is not a story told by the Buddha, but it's a story uh, that we should uh, remember. So most of the people, um, the dukkha, the suffering that they encounter, they carry it with them wherever they go. So uh, it's, um, all the suffering, the dukkha, they carry it with them. And in this way, uh, they are in their life, there is no happiness, there is no peace. <laughs> And nowadays it's even worse because it's not only mm, the dukkha, the suffering that one encounters outside the house, in the neighborhood, in the village or in one's town, but nowadays with the internet um, one encounters or one can experience so much suffering um, with all these connections, with all the experiences one can have through the internet. And so this creates many kinds of suffering, worries and sorries and regrets and uh, all sorts of negative mental states. And so uh, in this way, a lot of suffering is experienced and most of the dukkha, most of the suffering that we experience is mm, suffering that we create for ourselves. Um, it's only a small part of the suffering that is caused by others. Mm. That's why um, do not look for the suffering, do not carry the suffering around with yourself. So that's why you meditators, please do not carry the dukkha, the suffering back home. Leave it all here in the Chamyemyain Meditation Center. Leave all your suffering, all your dukkha here, 
and only take metta with you back home. So then, in this way, there is no more reason, no more causes for you to be uh, unhappy, no more causes for suffering in your life. And with that, uh, your, your life will be full with happiness and peace. And also, please continue with the practice of metta meditation. Continue to cultivate uh, even stronger metta. So, when you return to your home where you live, please do not forget metta. Please continue to cultivate metta uh, every day, cultivate it regularly, and please uh, remember to cultivate it. So, when you are at home, please live with metta, please abide in metta, or when you go out to work, then on the way uh, to work, um, cultivate metta, live with metta, and when carrying out your work, please do it with metta so that all your actions of body and speech are imbued with metta. If you're able to live in this way, then uh, you will experience uh, a lot of happiness and peace in your life. If whatever you do and speech, whatever you undertake, if you do it based on metta, then um, everything will unfold smoothly, easily, and uh, your all aspects of life will be well accomplished. That's why Sayadaw urges you or encourages you to always live with metta. So may all of you be able to always have metta in your heart and mind and in this way may you uh, all be successful in whatever you undertake in your life. May you all uh, be wealthy and may you all experience uh, happiness and peace in your life. 
sadu 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 Indonesia Thank you for listening to learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed please visit dharmaseed.org/donate